I need a lighter. Oh, you got a lighter? <laughs> Make sure we're, we're, you know, I'm not asking for a lighter in the beginning of the. We're starting. This is the beginning. Yo, 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 thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday. Hopefully Wednesday. You might hear us. Are you not? You're good? I got to check, make sure everybody's good. I'm your host, Sunny D. <laughs> this is the Pot Smoking Moms, in case you were wondering. I mean, you should know if you clicked on it and you're listening to it. I'm here with my homegirl, Captain J. Hello, hello. And we got a special guest today, another special guest. Uh, we're so lucky to have special guests the uh, last few days. Joey from Optic Blast Studios. Welcome, welcome. Howdy, y'all. He's going to be hanging out with us throughout the entire show. Uh, let's get it started. If you guys have something to... Actually, first of all, if you are listening to the show and you enjoy the sounds... Please subscribe to our show. It helps us get into more people's ears. Rate, review. Apparently, I've been reading up, apparently, by subscribing. That's that's the ticket. That's the, getting us into more ears is you subscribing subscribe. to the show, apparently. So we'll su- subscribe to us on all your platforms. Yes. <laughs> so uh, what's up? What are we smoking today? Um, I have from one plant some Chemdi, and I think it's an indica. You got delivery again? No, oh, on my way, right. on my way to my mom's, I'm like, I'm not driving to the West Coast without stopping at one plant in Bonita Springs. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I stopped and got some very good flowers. Yeah, I actually might go there next weekend. It's really good. Yeah. Bonita Springs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice out there. So that's what I'm, I got. I'm doing some uh, Mandarin Dreams oh, on the, uh, the new Da Vinci vaporizer. Cool. Which uh, gets all the delicious flavor out of it. I'm sure everybody gets sick of us talking about the Da Vinci vaporizer. <laughs> I really like the paint finish on that thing. It's pretty cool. Thanks. Sage green. In case this is the model that you would like to purchase in the future, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> what do you got there, Joey? Do you know what you got? Yeah, I got some uh, Gorilla Glue 4. Nice. Nice. And where it comes from, I, uh, I cannot disclose. <laughs> <laughs> we man. Yeah. We All right. Man. Cheers, guys. Cheers. So 710 Dab Day is coming up on Saturday, in case you haven't heard this last few shows we've been talking about 710 Dab Day. 710 is a holiday. And when you flip it around, it says oil. It's really oh. mostly concentrates. Yeah, so Joey's like, getting in this catch up, Joey. When we first started this podcast, I kept seeing people like putting 710, 710. I'm like, what the fuck is 710? Why? I thought it was only 420. What is 710? So I had to Google it. And then I found out it's oil for you know, yeah, concentrates. concentrates. That's insane. I like tried to flip my head up. <laughs> <laughs> have you ha- have you dabbed before? Of course, yeah. And what do you think? Um, <laughs> I like it. The only thing is that maybe like after, maybe after the after I you know take a hit of the oil, maybe like an hour or two after, I feel like uh, the burning in your like throat, a, a coating on my throat. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like it's, I guess because the, the oil melts slowly and then like since it cools down when it hits your throat, it like re. 
I don't know. It just sticks there. It settles I, in I, there. I thought it was because you take a if that's if you it's smoke so a hot. hot dab that sometimes your throat. You well, start. like if in your little dab rigs, you can see like the little oil mm-hmm. getting collecting in little grooves. So it must be doing that in your throat. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Anyways, because by the time it cools off and it gets down into your throat, it's like I guess turning back into like oil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just feels feels. Feels more gunky, I guess. Like in a way, you know, after too much. Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely say it's more like a once, you know, maybe like on the weekend or something like that. You know, as opposed to like a. Yeah, you're somewhere. Somebody has it. Yes, and they're like, hey, yeah. I feel like dab is like a party thing to me. Dabbing is not something that I would normally do. Same, but I feel like. If there's any place we're going to do dabs. It's yeah. definitely on dab day. Definitely <laughs> on dab day, we will be doing dabs. <laughs> I mean, we have to, right? That's the celebration. Yeah, that's the celebration. I'm still smoking lots of weed, it's too, It's a though. celebration, bitches. I, I would say it's the difference between, like, taking shots and drinking a beer. Exactly. So, like, I'll smoke a bong. It's the equivalent of taking a, drinking a beer. And then, you know, I need to take a shower. Everybody take shots, you know, like yeah, shot time. Dabs yeah. are definitely dab like shots. It, well, that's dab bars. So kind now like a, if you go to, yeah, yeah they have so a dab bar. It, they have a dab bar. At the joint of Miami. Yeah, yeah, listen, I really honestly think they're going to have dab a dab bar there. because like, I'm sure hello, they are. Hello. I'm sure they are. I'm like mouth breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they have, you know, who else has a dab bar is that. The joint Miami, which yeah. we'll be talking about later, and we're probably—I mean, I'm hoping to like do an event or something. Definitely, that looks like a nice spot. I can't wait. I, we're we're gonna try and check it out also on Dab Day. Yeah, either before or after the Dab Day event. Siete by there, seven ten. Fundamental. Huh? Yeah, it's at a place called Fundamental, which is like a arcade kind of place. Yeah. It's rented out, private event. So it includes laser tag, oh, arcade what? games. <laughs> it's a cannabis event, but that with sounds amazing. adult games. You yes. get to play, uh, they have bumper cars, laser tag, and arcade games. Yeah, skee-ball too. Like, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's arcade games, so yeah, I'm sure awesome. they probably have skee-ball. It's not an arcade without a skee-ball, It's like a right? Chuck E. Cheese, but... For adults. Well, for that night, it's for adults. Normally, it's for families. Dank E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Dank E. Cheese. Dinky cheese. Let's not get to start on the Charles Entertainment Cheese. Charles <laughs> Entertainment Cheese. That's his name. Wait, also, if you're listening to this on Wednesday is when the show gets released. Unless you're a patron, it gets released earlier than that. Usually by Tuesday, sometimes they listen to the episode before we even record it. That's how amazing it is over <laughs> at Patreon. But if you're listening to us on a Wednesday, um, we do go live uh, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. If we have a guest and they're available, we usually have them. So, Joey, if Joey, you're available if you're Wednesday, available, you're welcome to join. You know, our live. you're welcome to join our live. We usually wrap up any questions people may have. We just smoke and chill. You know, it's mostly just a chill sesh. Yeah, mostly just a chill sesh. <laughs> but if you if you wanted to bring something up from the episode, you can follow through. You know, yeah, follow if you had any questions gotcha. on something we talked about or any mm. comments or, or opinions you want to share, awesome. You know. Any and corrections you want to make? Something we said wrong. In that case, definitely. <laughs> Correct us. Well, whatever. Hopefully, I'll have some artwork ready to post by then. Oh so, yeah. yeah, show them what you draw. Yeah, tonight. I'm going to be working on some artwork uh, today while we while we hang out and talk about current events and stuff like that. So cool. you guys will see it on Wednesday along with the post. Hopefully, nice. Cool. Couple things going on. I don't know how to get into the personal stuff. What's going on with you, D? No, I listen. (laughs) I usually bring up, you know, being open about this. Having having opened up to my mom about my my weed stuff, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then it being like the worst mistake of my life because it's just like now instant regret. It is instant regret, and now it's just like 
Now it's a thing. It's a thing that she'll bring up. Like, okay, for example, just I got into like I, I'm in a place right now where like I am recognizing things that I've that have happened or things that have said to have been said to me on a regular basis basis in the past that hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, just like finally facing. Like setting your boundaries, you know, everybody's yeah. talking now about setting your boundaries and just like basically letting people know like, hey, like, I don't like this or you said this and, you know, I it, it, it affects me a certain way. I've had a weight problem forever. Now is when I'm finally starting to talk about it. But we've been I've got a lot of like. My family has said a lot of things to me about my weight growing up mm-hmm. and like. There will be a podcast one day that I will talk about all of it because it's like a lot of it's a lot of stuff. And I know that a lot of people struggle with it. But like I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm an adult and I'm I'm at a place where I'm able to say, like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Unfortunately. Everybody knows I'm very passionate and I kind of, you know, sometimes my emotions get the best of me. And like, yes, sometimes I don't say things at the right moment and I let it build and then I like blow up. And, you know, another thing that like is really touchy, especially amongst Hispanics, because I know that weight thing is among uh, Hispanics are very like nasty about weight. And it's Mm -hmm. just like a whole thing they have. But it's also about speaking to my kids in Spanish. Okay. Huge Hispanic thing. I'm sure you guys deal with it oh, a lot. Yes. And I'm sick of the fuck shit. I'm sick of, of my circumstance is not the same circumstance of my sisters when she had her children. They're not the same circumstance of my mother and my father when they had us. Okay. It's hard. And I agree. I think my children should speak Spanish. Why not? I speak Spanish and it's a great, it's having another it just opens another door for you yeah and and i and i think yes i'd be robbing my children if it wasn't if 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 i'm not able to pass that down to them Mm -hmm. i don't need to hear it i don't need anybody in my family telling me you know that i'm not speaking enough spanish to them i know just like i don't need you to tell me if i've gained or lost weight i have a mirror i know but it's like this it's like a, a family thing you know I had made a comment on the last episode where my mom had made a comment about my weight and saying, oh, like you had food poisoning. Oh, the food poisoning did you well. You look like you've lost some pounds. And that shit. It might more often. Yeah, it might be funny and like dark humor and this and that. But like after a while, bro, it's not a funny joke. And I don't give a fuck. And if I am going to lose weight, I'm going to do it. I've done it before. And when my life is in the right place, I'll do it. But like I don't. I, it's not nice. I don't like it. And I was no. telling my mom, like, I got gone to an argument with my sister about the Spanish thing because I was like being sarcastic, going, I love when you tell me about my shortcomings as a parent, you know, like it's my favorite thing. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. So, yeah. So then I told my mom, look, I, ha-, you know, I was explaining to her why I had gone to this conversation with my sister. And like, I do realize that I blew up and that, like, yeah, maybe I didn't go. Maybe I didn't, you know, go to it the best way that I could. But then she, my mom starts throwing shit back in my face because that's how like, that's how the argument thing works. And that's why I hate getting into an argument is because like, if I am setting a boundary and I am upset about something, then that upsets the other person because now, oh, well, you know, so I kept telling my mom, well, you know. All you guys love to criticize, but when somebody stands up for themselves or defends themselves or doesn't 
or tells you that they don't like what you're saying, everybody gets like on the defensive, like, oh, yeah, oh, why are you getting <laughs> so is, mad? Why are you getting so mad? I think that is definitely a Hispanic thing, uh, having so much. Yeah, yeah. that so sounds crazy. like my household as yeah, well, yeah. growing up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's kind of like toxic because. It's, you know, stuff that you, like, it's none of your business. Like, I'm, and the argument that I have with my mom is, like, I don't tell you about your weight. Do I ever, you, you, you fluctuate in weight. Like, to my mom, I'm not, like, I'm pointing at Jen. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't bother you about it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, you know, I don't, I don't bother you about it. That's because, that's because she doesn't smoke pot. (laughs) She doesn't have a chill mode. (laughs) Yeah, right, which I'm like, would like for her to try it. But she, but I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't bother you about it because because I know that you have a mirror and that it bothers you if people bring it up. Doesn't it bother you when, like, I tell my mom, like, doesn't it bother you when my sister, like, you know, like, bothers you about the weight thing? Like, my sister has gained some weight. I'm not going to fucking be bothering her about it because she doesn't need the added stress of me picking on her about it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Even if I mean, well, even if your intentions mean, well, first of all, you're not in the place. Who are you? You're not in the worry about yourself. You never know how they're going to take it. You, you know? know? And it's just like, why, why are you going out of your way? Like, why are you using energy for this? If you want to talk about your weight, you'll talk about your weight. It is. So then I started telling my mom about that. And I kind of told my mom about the weight thing that she mentioned, like kind of as an, as a, like a, as an example of like, look, it's things like this. I want you to recognize that I don't like that. And it does. It it makes me feel bad. Mm -hmm. So then she's like, well, you do something that I don't like. Oh, no. Yeah. So exactly. She tries to equivocate. Uh, like, uh, oh, uh, I, I can talk shit about you whenever I want because you smoke pot. Because you smoke pot, I don't have to watch my. Right, like, like, like words with you. That's your advice. And this is my advice. <laughs> but I don't understand how. How did one? What does one have to do with the other? What does my weed smoking have to do with the fact that you say things about me that I don't like, like that are mean? You feel me? Yeah. So it was just her trying to leverage the the argument by trying to you know to throw that in there, and then it that is a trigger that triggers me. That triggers me because <laughs> I then been I'm triggered. like exactly because I'd then be like, I'm like oh no you know what I said I, I I was I was like you have no idea how I use how I use weed how you have no idea how I use it you have no education you're telling me that based on something you heard people people. People having a problem with weed because she's like, eso te afecta la salud. That bo- that messes with your health. Do you it's know medicine? the specifics? No, yeah, I, I always get the racist response. Did you ever, did you I tell her about the, the endocannabinoid system? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, because she doesn't have time to fucking you know to 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 think about that, and it doesn't matter. I, like I don't want to have to explain myself. Like you don't, you know, I, and and it's just it got to a point where I was just like, fuck, man. I, I I don't want this. Me being honest with you is going to bite me in the ass. Yeah. And that's why I don't. And then it's like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. I'm like, yeah, I'm being honest with you. And now you're like using it as a fucking as a as a tool against me. No, that sucks. You know, that does suck. It really sucks. On the topic. Of- and then I was like, oh. <laughs> that was too loud. Sorry. Oh, that's right. She wanted to play this. <laughs> to not get, you know, she scared me. I know, I scared everybody. This I'm going to have to put that. My life. 
I'm just like, it's my life. Leave me alone. Yeah, like, don't. Why do people spend so much energy trying to live your life? You're right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off with no, that. No, I scared I everybody. I realized that. that was about to happen. So I, I, and then I was like, let me do it now because I'm going to fucking forget. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that was my whole deal with the whole. On the topic of uh, the kids speaking Spanish. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They're motivated when they want to be motivated because I try to get them to speak Spanish and all that stuff. The problem is that they hear me and my wife speak to each other in English. I think in English. I can't just like think in Spanish. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like all of my thoughts are just like not in Spanish. So, you know, um, but I'll tell you this. My daughter, the youngest one, was unmotivated to speak Spanish like most of the time. And then all of a sudden a new boy came into class and he oh, only, only speaks, speaks Spanish. Spanish. How old is she? Four. Are you kidding Your me? Your youngest is four? She started speaking Spanish like that. Are you serious? Already being motivated by boys. Bro, I look at my I look at my wife like you see this motherfucker. Oh, she was talking to him in Spanish? She talks to a little boy in Spanish because she he he doesn't know English. So and so now he's learning English speaking to my daughter and then my daughter. Oh wow. And and now they're like best friends in class and stuff like that. That's adorable. Super adorable. But I'm telling like it's all a matter of motivation for them because you know you know, we can try to teach them as much as they want, but unless they like have a reason to, you know, and don't get me wrong. Yeah. Speaking with grandma and grandpa and all stuff, yeah. that's, that's awesome for them. But like real motivation, you don't realize until they want to, to do something or talk to somebody or engage and they can't. And then they all of a sudden understand the importance of speaking in Spanish. Yeah. So it's all about finding the right motivation. <laughs> There yeah. you go. There you go. You got to find a yeah. friend that and speaks that only in, Spanish. That wasn't something that I, I did to them. That was something that just, just happened, happened. Out in the wild. So, you know, like, let nature like, take its course. If they want to speak Spanish, they'll find a reason that they want to speak Spanish. Forcing it upon them is just going to make them kind of be like. I know. And this is the thing, too, is like we have to have casual conversations in Spanish with them at home. That's hard. Man. And it's super hard, especially because of the backgrounds that we all have. And like, it's not like. Man, our family, our our parents came from from Cuba and and really were mainly Spanish speakers, you know. In my house growing up, it was always like, oh, speak Spanish in the house. My my dad always forced me to speak Spanish because of my mom. So it's like, it's a different circumstance. Spanish for me, for my son, for the first two years of his life was all he spoke. He didn't speak any English. We only spoke to him in Spanish. It was easier when he was a toddler. But as they get older and you have more complex conversations, Mm -hmm. I think in English, like you said, even though I grew up, my first language was Spanish. I didn't learn English until I was almost five, right before I joined kindergarten. Like, and then English was drilled into my head so much because I moved to Georgia when I was little oh, wow. that I lost my Spanish. And then when I was moving back and forth, my Spanish just like got worse and worse. And now my Spanish, like I sound like a gringo when I talk. <laughs> but my son now, he has no interest in talking Spanish. He understands it. He understands everything Mima says to him, but he'll respond to her in English. Try putting on like a show that he really likes in Spanish. Yeah. Like Poke- yeah, so Pokemon in Spanish. <laughs> that's really what... That sounds like some bootleg Cuban Pokemon to me, bro. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I went to the 4th uh, 4th of July at my mom's, so I went all the way out to the West Coast to where Elsa was coming. (laughs) I left sunshine to drive right into rain, but thank God it was nice on the 4th of July. But uh, um, 
it was only supposed to be like a little bit of family and like a couple neighbors and it turned out to be a little bit of family in the neighborhood it was like so I many people you. and i was overwhelmed with how many people were there i stayed outside your mom is the a whole party time. animal though yeah my, yeah and i am too i always had events at my house all the time too but i'm like slowly getting back into the doing that i'm not i mean I, again you know I don't want, you know, little by little. Yeah. So, um, anyways, we had a great time. My cousins were there. My brothers came down from Georgia. It was a lot of fun. Once all the neighbors left and it was just us, it was a lot more fun because it's hard to have fun when there's a lot of people there you don't know because you're kind of just like, yeah, you're guarded. Separated. You're not trying to be yeah. uh, you. And my mom's too busy with them to have any time with us. So, um, at one point, my, my brother asks my cousin's son to bring him a beer. No, he asked my son first. And my son just looked at him like, what? what? Like, <laughs> to bring who a beer? My brother. My brother asked my son. He's like, hey, you know, Julian, get me a beer. And my brother's like, my son's like, huh? No. Like, not going to do that. <laughs> and then he asks my um, my cousin's son, who's a little older than my, my son, and he goes and he does it. And I was like, yo, why is it okay for people to ask their kid to go get them a beer or ask their, a kid to bring them a beer? But it's a problem if I go outside away from the children, but in their line of sight to smoke. Yeah. Why is that a problem? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. And then my cousin, like, she smokes a little bit every once in a while. And she's like, wow, I've never really considered that like why is it okay and i was like yeah i mean i grew yeah, up getting beers ac- from my dad right. my, my stepdad and stuff socially acceptable exactly that's why we're here baby to change that yeah flip it like a pancake <laughs> yeah and like, like pancake. She, but before everybody got there for the barbecue me and my brother were sitting outside uh smoking a, a bowl or a jay we're smoking a jay and my mom's like Everybody's supposed to be here in like 15 minutes. You know, I have to finish this up. I don't want weed stuff out when people get here. And I'm like, weed stuff out. <laughs> All right. We were like middle schoolers. So while, while the party was going on, I had to go on the side of the house <laughs> through the garage to get That's my smoke fine. on. Those people, the, you wouldn't want to smoke with those people anyway. It was a bunch of older people. It really was like older, older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 60s. Man, I can't wait until we're, we're the old people. <laughs> I know. We're not too far from there either. We're like talking lots of shit, but we're, we're going to be there before we know it. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm green. You're green. <laughs> we are so mad about this. Uh, Shakari Richardson. The world should be very mad about this. We know our community definitely is. Yeah, we are we are super pissed. It's official now. Shakari Richardson will not travel to Tokyo for the 2021 Summer Olympics. No Tokyo in Tokyo. No Tokyo. Richard's <laughs> name was missing. No Tokyo in Tokyo. Richard's name was missing from the 130-person roster USA Track and Field released on Tuesday. This ended any chance Richardson had of racing in Tokyo after she tested positive for marijuana at the U.S. trials. Her 30-day suspension would have ended before the start of the relays on August 5th, which allowed the possibility... What is that? Which allowed the possibility... She could be part of the team. Wait, so... But she's not going to be. She I, be no, I guess she decided not to. we got to keep reading. 
Oh, I that sorry. now I won't be happening. <laughs> so in a statement referring to Richardson stating that she smoked marijuana to cope with the death of her birth mother, USATF said it was incredibly sympathetic toward uh, her circumstances and fully agrees that international rules regarding marijuana should be reevaluated. Here's a timeline of events and how we got here on June 19th. With the winning time of only 10.86 in the 2020 U.S. Olympic trials, Richardson qualified for Tokyo in the 100-meter individual race. Doing so at the age of 21 made her the youngest woman to win the event at the trials since Alice Brown in 1980. Richardson becomes an overnight sensation. In an emotional post-run interview with her grandmother and other family members by her side, she reveals that her biological mother recently died. Then on July 1st, it's revealed that Richardson tested positive for marijuana after winning the Olympic trials. Richardson accepted a one-month ban retroactive to June 28th, according to the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. Richardson was competing in Oregon, where marijuana is legal for recreational use. Richardson tweets, I am human. July 2nd, Richardson apologizes during an interview on NBC's Today Show. During the trials, she said she was told by a reporter that her mother had died and the news caused her so much pain that despite knowing the rules about marijuana, she used it to cope with the loss. People don't understand what it's like to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain, Richardson said. Who Who am I to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with the pain or you're dealing with a struggle that you haven't experienced before or that you thought you never would have to deal with. Oh my God, so sad. Following the announcement, Richardson received an outpouring of support across social media from pro athletes. And then the six, Richardson is left off the roster, meaning she will not compete in the 400 meter relay? Four four by 100 relay. In Tokyo. God, it's just like so outdated. So outdated. We got rid of it in baseball. We got rid of it in basketball. I think we're football. thinking about it for didn't football. It, didn't this shit happen to Michael Phelps too? Well, no, he got caught after. It wasn't, it never disqualified him. I don't from think anything. he like tested positive. They just caught, foot, it was just footage of him. It like, was like leaked pictures of him smoking a bong or something yeah. like that. And it's it was like, ridiculous, guys. It is. It's so ridiculous. If an athlete can beat you while stoned, he deserves that goddamn trophy. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. If she was and who says she was stoned? Like, was, while she, she was competing, she you know. Afterwards, you know. I mean, it could have been you know, a little bit of smoke in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, what does it matter? It's That's not. The it's definitely not a performance enhancing drug. Yeah. By any means. You can't have it both ways. Does it make us useless, lazy stoners, or is it performance enhancing? Like, which is yeah, it? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I never even thought about that. You're calling us lazy, and here we are smoking, fucking breaking records, and still. It's like when they say people who play video games are lazy, and they're, like, super organized and fucking figure out, like, crazy patterns and ridiculous, like, hard, co- like, things. It's not that they're yeah. lazy. It's that they're focused on something else. Yeah, that's what it is. And then, and they say a lot too for ADD. Like this, is why we put stuff off until the last minute is because we just don't want to do shit we don't and we're not interested in. Exactly, that makes sense. Even if we know and we need to turn it in right away, <laughs> put it off. Well, so well. Apparently, uh, after this happening, a lot of these do- anti-doping agencies are looking at their rules and they're thinking about really changing them after this because a lot of people have spoken out in support for her and that she should be running. She should be going. She earned that. She won. And 
It's she's, so sad. She's definitely on the radar, like, for sure. It, whatever she decides to do with her life, I'm sure she can compete in the future and, like, kill it. Because yeah, she's she, only 21. She's only 21. Yeah, she, not only can she compete in, in the future and kill it, but she can also probably start her own line of fucking at cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could be a huge advocate now as well. Well, after working out, I mean. Sh- I know. It's like a reward. <laughs> it is. It is a reward. <laughs> I did that TikTok. It is a reward. <laughs> Here's another segment everybody loves. Hello, Miami. Do you know what that's from, Joey? Uh, I, <laughs> he's at a loss, a loss for words. Wow, I, I want to say, I want to say it's Pitbull, but I don't think. No, no, no think, way it's, off. It's Levan Hernandez when he won the when the, oh he won for the Marlins, God. the World Championship. Yes. Okay, I remember. Yeah, and that's what the, when they interviewed him, that's what that's he said. That's what he said. He said we, we love you, Miami. I love you, Miami. <laughs> I met him. It was pretty funny. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's sick of everybody yelling, I love you, Miami. <laughs> so our story is New Jersey Weed Man is opening Winwood Weed Lounge and shooting a reality show. So this is an old article back from April, but the reason uh, I decided to share it is because the joint Miami actually just opened this past weekend, a Fourth of July weekend. I was out of town; I couldn't attend. I wanted to go see it. Um, it was, they even have like a dab bar. Yeah, it looks it looks like a really cool spot. So I went to go check out their website, and then I found this article about it. So I was like, "Oh, let's read this on I Love You Miami." Uh-huh. So, longtime marijuana activist and entrepreneur Ed Fortion. Right, Fortion. That's what it sounds like. Better known as the New Jersey Weed Man, is opening a weed lounge in Winwood and filming a reality show about it. The lounge, the Joint of Miami, is set to open in early summer. Just opened this past weekend, according to New Jersey Weed Man. It will replace. It will be a place for Miami's cannabis community to gather. It's a place for local potheads to drift over. He tells New York. The New Times. You're about Sounds to say like New York Times. I was <laughs> I go, Please don't give them that much credit. <laughs> the lounge will also display artworks by local artists. Uh, I painted the entire inside black to serve as canvases for the artists. I am an art lover. Uh, adding that he hopes to get the new lounge involved in Miami Art Week this December. The Joint of Miami will also house a juice bar and will have several food trucks purveying vegan fare. A large outdoor area will host live bands, guest DJs. Uh, Wee Man says that some big names in the music. <laughs> this this is funny when I read this. New Jersey Wee Man says that some big names in the music world have already reached out to him, though he declined to mention names, explaining that nothing has been confirmed. Yeah, what is he gonna say? <laughs> He's like, oh, JC and Beyonce are gonna roll through. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, he call him a homie. He gonna pass by tomorrow. The joint of Miami is Weedman's second joint. The original New Jersey Weedman's joint, located in New Jersey's capital city, Trenton, is a weed-themed smoke shop and restaurant whose menu items include a Snoop a Snoop's Dream breakfast and a Rasta stir fry. <laughs> it was raided in 2016, and police seized 19,000 worth of marijuana found on the premises. Whoa! Fortune and what ten others were arrested. <laughs> that is a heat up for sure. <laughs> Okay, he was arrested, he, and he was initially indicted on 11 drug-related charges. The charges were subsequently downgraded or dropped. Wow. Weedman says he doesn't plan on selling any weed at his Miami location. <laughs> I think that's what he was doing at his New Jersey yeah, location. Right. He's like, yeah, I mean, let, let's make things clear, guys. If you could see him, he'd Nothing be for sale. Yeah. Not for sale. Right, right. There'd be a wink there uh-huh. if you could see him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, what's her name? 
What? Agatha. Oh, Agatha. Agatha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was weed, man. Oh. <laughs> he classifies this as a members only club. I have my members only jacket. I'm going to wear it Please. to this club. <laughs> Annual memberships are priced at 420 through June with an unspecified price increase after that. I don't think we have to discuss the specifics yes. of membership. We also, we try to look into it too. Weedman, who's 57, sees a joint of Miami as an alternative to bars. Wait, wait, did you say Weedman? Like if it was a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Weedman. his official name. I know, that's it. Weedman. Hey, Mr. Weedman. Hey, Mr. Weedman. Hey, Mr. Weedman. Nathaniel Weedman. <laughs> Nathaniel Weedman. Uh, it's an alternative to bars, which would be perfect for us. Yes, the, I would totally uh, The lounge, which will serve no alcohol. Because a fucking water. It's for potheads. <laughs> exactly. We'll offer indoor and outdoor areas where people can listen to music, see art, and smoke pot. I socialize, so I go to bars. I can deal with someone who's sipping on a drink, but there's always some drunk and it gets annoying, he explains. Yes. It's a different vibe, like when they're like on a really drunk high level. God, and I you're hate. just like, Ugh. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of drunk people. Yeah. I want to hang out with a bunch of high people. Remember when we, we talked about the guy who got to your Halloween party and he was, oh, he was already super drunk? drunk. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was crazy. So when the- you get to a party and you're already drunk. Yeah, you guys, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Though Weedman is adamant he won't sell weed at his Miami lounge. The self-proclaimed marijuana activist does sell weed out of his Trenton shop, which is located directly across the street from City Hall and does so blatantly without a license. What? Yo, what? the shop offers 16 varieties of pot edibles and hallucinogenic mushrooms just like that. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Man. How? How? Most of my members have medical marijuana cards. I get about 200 to 300 people a day in New Jersey, says Weedman, who opposes the legalization of recreational marijuana, likening it to corporate cannabis and the Walmarts of weed. The state of New Jersey legalized recreational marijuana in February of this year. Weedman's Miami exploits will be documented in a reality series called Miami's High Life with New Jersey Weedman. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just record all the illegal <laughs> shit that we're doing right yeah. now. I know. Right. Like, no, but he said they're not going to be selling weed oh, yeah, out of the Miami location. Right. They're, yeah. not, they're, they're not. not. Which <laughs> will follow along as he opens his Miami lounge. The series will stream on an Unleashed Entertainment's website. Unleashed Entertainment? Okay, whatever that is. Uh, though a release date has not been set, a representative for Unleashed, which launched early this month, said the first episode should coincide with the opening of the Joint of Miami. Oh, okay, so then... That should have been aired like recently. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Should have. Weedman, <laughs> who has been traveling back and forth from New Jersey to Florida, says he was planning to open Miami Lounge long before the reality show concept arose. He tried to break into showbiz and uh, even lived in Los Angeles for a time and appeared in a few productions. I shot sizzle reels and nothing. He said, <laughs> What? I don't know what that means. Sizzle reels? I don't know what that means either. Is that like. That sounds like a you know what that sounds I was like laughing you know at what the sizz- voice that you give <laughs> that's what I was laughing you know what sizzle reel sounds like that sounds like um like when you're um when you're a porn actor mm-hmm. and and oh. you have a resume like your video your resume reels. your sizzle your reel highlights. Your trailer of your yeah. best moments like oh, your sizzle reel your sizzle <laughs> reel yeah <laughs> oh 
god. I don't know. Maybe it's a sizzle reel. Maybe it's like a reel <laughs> of uh, reels you know oh shots of people doing. Uh, we gotta Google what sizzle, sizzle reels are. Okay. <laughs> then sizzle after reels. he found the Winwood space and signed the lease, he got a call. Oh no, my phone rings while I'm walking in a Walmart, and bam. Didn't he just like liken <laughs> corporate cannabis to Walmart? How is he like now? Uh, Walmart is in his little story here. My phone rings while I'm at Walmart, even though I think corporate cannabis is supposed to be like Walmart. Okay, sorry. And bam, Unleash wanted to hit me up about a reality show. He recounts, "It was the cream on the cake. I was, I'm a media whore, and this was right up my alley." So he probably did say it just like that. <laughs> This was right up my alley. <laughs> the lounge won't open for a few. Well, it's open now. It's so open can, now. Uh, yeah. He, what, he feels like Miami's home. I'm treated like a celebrity here and I'm enjoying myself. Oh. He's on. Well, I'm welcome to the welcome to the neighborhood, Mr. Weedman. Yeah. He has also been checking out the bars and restaurants in his new neighborhood. Perhaps not surprisingly, when he asked to name a favorite, he mentions Kush. Have you been to Kush? The Joy? food place, yeah, yeah. in Winwood. It's, yeah, pretty yeah, it's great. great. Everybody says it's great good. beers. You've it, never been? I think. Uh, I think. No, I've never been. By the way, sizzle reels yeah, are do. short promotional videos, also known as demo reels, highlight reels, show reels, promo videos, pitch tapes. So basically, yeah, what you thought. Yeah. There's just another name, not, sizzle reels, but it's but not. For it's porn. not specific it's not for porn. <laughs> Although it could, you know, porn I'm sure there are porn sizzle reels. I'm sure you can make a pot smoke and mom sizzle real of like your best uh, moments. Yeah, we can. Sizzle, <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So this is the part where we focus on our guest. And our guest today is, is here with us in the studio. In the studio. Hi, I'm the other voice if you didn't tell by now. Yoey Ceballos. Yoey with a, a Y. Yoey with a Y. Uh, but, you know, he calls himself Joey it's Funk. It's Joey. You know. I know you as Joey. What's the funk about? Um, Where'd well, funk come from? Yeah. Um, back in my middle, I guess in like middle school, we, we used to do artwork and like, you know, tag stuff like that. And a little group, our little group was uh, WTF, like what the fuck or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> to try, try to keep it PG, we would call it what the funk. Right? Oh, okay. Oh. Do a little artwork and stuff like that. And my name was Joey of that, so I was Joey. So your little oh. gang. Well, yeah, we, little, we would do draw artwork. Gang. We would do artwork and and tag you would tag like stuff that. up. You tag up the school with that. Well, I mean, uh, you got to put WTF no. all over the school. <laughs> WTF, and, yeah, and all the, all the art books, <laughs> and all our art books and stuff like that. So actually, all the desks uh, too. When, yeah, when I was in middle school, I actually used to. People would be like, oh, I want my name, like, you know, written cool. I'll give you, like, 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, I want, like, you know, the guy from Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, oh, I can draw it. And if I can draw And it, then you would, they would, you bucks, oh, 10 bucks. Yeah, bro. People my weed money. You're big commissioned. For real. <laughs> you know commissioned I mean? so, to do work. Exactly. For so real. that's kind of how it all, like, snowballed into, oh, I got to do art for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so, awesome. So that's how the funk part kind of stuck to that. It was a more sanitized version of fuck. But gotcha. yeah. <laughs> right. Also, the, worked, mu- the music style was very, very good. Yeah. I am a big yes. fan of funk, funk music. I always that's thought, I, I always thought it was because of that, yeah, funk right. music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, eventually when I got into like like the music stuff or whatever, I, that's kind of how I... It's like, I yeah, like, I like funk I like too. That. This yeah, is just all works. Yeah, because, you know, you start smoking weed and all of a sudden you're like, man, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> You know, I want to listen to all these funk records. What? It's like they're they're smoking weed with me. All right. Well, you are a pot smoking dad, um, and also you, uh, your Optic Studios is your 
company. O- Optic Blast Studios, yes. Optic Blast Studios. And you actually created our logo, which we get lots of feedback Everybody on. Everybody loves yeah. our lo- logo. Yeah. I'm very glad because uh, I've uh, gotten lots of various feedback on that logo. I'm sure. Yeah. There was one time where I was, uh, I was when we were pr- pitching it to the board, for it to do uh, antibody. I guess some, uh, antibody ads and stuff like that. And then uh, we came across a, uh, one of the funders was asking me, he's like, what, what, what is this uh, radio show? I go, it's a, oh, it's a <clears throat> pot smoking moms. And he's a doctor, mind you, you know, <laughs> so he, the stigma hasn't been broken to that level yet. Right. So yeah. I'm trying We're to break through, board, you know, and help, yeah, right. you know, I'm trying to help. So I thought, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's pot smoking moms. He goes, did you say hot smoking moms? <laughs> Which have a sizzle Which reel. Which that would be okay. Which would probably have a sizzle reel. <laughs> yeah. But, and I said, uh, no, sir. Um, uh, I said, pot smoking moms. And then, you know, the gentleman's face was like, huh? He's like, whoa. Yeah. And then I think. Um, the youth today. Yeah. And then I had some feedback. I think someone, I forgot where it was. When I did the some of the printing. The from- youth today. We're fucking in our 30s. We're not youth anymore. <laughs> I know. I think you should start listening to people when they're kind of older and smoking weed. Like you, right? I mean, someone should have like seen fucking, uh, what's his, what's the the country singer who's been smoking weed forever? Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson. yeah. Like, yeah. come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. So you had trouble printing? So, no, when, when, when I printed, I printed something for you guys in the beginning. The stickers. The stickers, oh, yeah. yeah. And when I went to go pick them up, the, the, uh, the team who like actually like print, prints it runs it for me he gave me this face he's like bro we've been looking at this logo for like the like, all of us trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this logo. <laughs> oh my so god like, really like from the guy who who cuts it from the guy who like like ran the thing to like the guy who packaged it or whatever like everyone's just like bro we've been trying to rack our heads and we're like what the hell is going on in this logo what do you, mean? you explained it I, well i mean like i, I just told him i the told concept. him it was one of, yeah i told him it was my clients i go and i explained i, I go she's not meant to be doing all those things at the same time it's just these are many different things that a mother can worries do. about worries and does. about and does it's, it's not that saying that she's actually smoking pot while breastfeeding <laughs> that's not what we're trying to convey even yeah. though what that's kind of the what it looks like what it looks like yeah but you know that's kind of the story behind the logo so people can kind of understand it more and not so you know Oh my god! But you know what? It gets attention. Oh, definitely, definitely. And that's a topic started like, for sure. Yeah, mission fucking. Yeah, we've had it taken down by TikTok. We've been told we can't print stuff before by a company that they won't print it. Yeah. Um, I was worried when we made our sign for our first event. I was like, I wonder if they're going to say anything about me. Oh, the people that uh, yeah. made it. Yeah, no, nothing. They were cool with it. They didn't. Else, I even opened it up there at the store before I took it. I was like, I need to see it before I take it, yeah. so we need to open it. Look at it right here. Look at it. Look at it. And she was so beautiful, nice and big. I know that <laughs> sign is. We love her. Yeah, yeah. I love it too. I, we call her Esatipa. Esatipa. <laughs> if you go on the actual on on my Optic Blast Instagram on one of the saved little story bubble things at the top, there's a kind of quick. Uh, time lapse of your logo from the sketch to kind of like me working on it and stuff like that. Oh, so, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like like one of the first posts, like year two, three years ago, I think. Right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. We've been. It's gonna be on two. It's coming up. Be on two, two years, years in two September. Years, two years for us. A ahead of myself. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of surprised. It's two years too, but last two years flew by. Time yeah, flies when I can't believe fun, it's been almost years, two years. But you've been like a major support. The whole time. Yeah, that's like awesome. Bro, I I love, I love putting on the podcast and then just smoking a bowl in the backyard. I'm like, 
they're doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I feel I f- actually feel like I'm here right now, but like you know, and you are here right now. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> fucking me up, man. It's tripping me out right now. No, you know what's gonna happen on Wednesday when I listen to this in the backyard smoking weed? I'm like, oh my god, I'm smoking weed myself. This is trippy. <laughs> gonna be listening to I'm gonna be listening to it on Wednesday in my backyard smoking pot. Yeah, so funny. Time, I'm be- just like a, a copy of me smoking weed at the same time. <laughs> I've been watching too much the, the TVA yeah, is I've gonna come. <laughs> I fucking love that show. That show is great. I love that show. That show is great. And yeah, I man. was not I was not really into the Marvel, like I'm more of an X-Men kind of person. Yes. Yes. But recently but recently uh we started watching more since uh since we watched What's this one we just talked about? WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, she started getting into it after WandaVision. Yeah, and then I started watching things in order Mm -hmm. because Disney set it up that way. Yeah, Yeah. you can watch the movies in order. Yeah, and uh, just watch Captain Marvel, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And she's behind. She we went, we're oh, on the journey fantastic. the whole time. But that's You're great. great. You could just binge it all. To, like, lucky, just lucky. Watch whenever yeah, she gets bored. I know. Amazing. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah, they killed it with it. With it's great. And then, uh, although that show took a while for it to start getting to warm you up. Warm yeah, I was Wandavision. She didn't like the first couple. I was episodes. like, yeah, the oh, first yeah. couple episodes. I was like, man, I really have to deal with all this fucking cheesy <laughs> this ass shit. Cheesy sitcom. Yeah, cheesy sitcom shit yeah. uh, to get to the point. And then we got to a point. I was like, oh, the point's awesome. <laughs> and then um, the Loki thing started too. And uh, it's uh, a great show. I really uh, like it. it. It's very like Hitchhiker's Guide slash like, uh, what was the other show? Like um, with the the TARDIS, right? Um, oh, Doctor, oh Who. Yeah. Doctor Who, yeah. So it's like very like trippy. Like there's multiple copies of them and like different oh, because timelines. The time, yeah. Like, yeah. Did you see the shit. extra scene at the end of the last episode? Yeah. Are you guys up to date yeah, on yeah, that? Yeah, we saw the last Did scene. you see the extra scene at the end? Because it's the first episode where there's an extra scene. Not, yeah, wait, not that, not, isn't it? Didn't one just come out yesterday? Wednesday. No, 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 not yesterday's. I didn't right. see yesterday's. Right, 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 right. I, oh, the one before. I haven't seen yesterday's yet because yeah, me and Johnny usually do it together online. Okay, so they, we won't go into spoilers. Don't say anything. Right, gotcha. but the one before. We're not going to talk about spoiler stuff okay. anyway because there's, I don't even know how many of our listeners This episode airs when the final episode of the show airs, like the finale, and airs at the same day. Is this, this show? Oh, oh next, yeah, Wednesday. next Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday is going to be the, the end. final episode. The, se- the oh, it's finale. almost over. Yeah. so sad. Ooh. But I hear they greenlit season two, so I mean, there's oh nice, there's that's awesome. More craziness, hopefully coming. Okay, so it's not like a one-off thing. Like Wanda was just one season. Yeah. they're going to actually have multiple seasons of this. That's what reportedly they are. They already approved the second season because, bro. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but watching Loki like that's full Marvel production scale. Like everything. Yes. there's alien. It's planets, like movies. And, yeah, it's just it's movie like quality. A full movie. It's you like know, they filmed the super movie and then they chopped it up into four. Yeah. Like, or like six, I guess. Six, yeah. six pieces. When they were in the, when him and Owen Wilson are walking in the, in the center of whatever the TVA thing mm-hmm. is. Man, I was just like, wow, look at that. My husband's like, oh my God, can you imagine the sound stage and the green screen? And I'm just like, it looks real. Yeah. Like it looks yeah. so real. Super legit, yeah. It's legit production for real. Yeah, they, they killed it with the Loki show. I can't wait for you to see. Do you do your kids show. watch that? Um, they caught you know funny enough they caught us watching uh, WandaVision. Yeah. The Halloween episode. Uh, right? Yeah. So oh, that was a good. Okay, one. We, try, we usually try not to involve them because they talk so much it just ruins kind of everything. The experience. And we yeah. Pull them <laughs> and we get angry. And like, ah. Right. So um. She's How old fa- are your kids? Four. Six and four. 
six and four. Yeah. Okay. Two girls. Two girls, yeah. Oh, so we're kind of, you're a little ahead of me. He's a little ahead of you, <laughs> He's yeah. He's a little ahead of me. He's your future in like yeah. a couple years. Pokey Tico. <laughs> so so um, they started watching the WandaVision, and they liked that there was like a Halloween episode, and the kids were running around. And, and their costumes. And all this stuff. So. Yeah, it was really yeah. cute. And So then they, they, every now and then, they're like, hey, let's watch WandaVision. And then they'll only put on that episode. The only you know that, yeah. like, So I'm like, oh, that's cute. They're like, kind of like, they kind of see, you know. <laughs> They, they understand if they see like the kids Wiccan in the speed in a movie in a Marvel movie in the future, they'll be like, wait a minute, are those kids from one division? Like, and then yeah, they connect it. They'll bring yeah. them fully into, and then I'll start be like, we have little so by much, little, you will get so drawn in to, to watch. <laughs> I love I'm still trying to show. get like my son to like like Harry Potter. I'm like, yeah. let's watch Harry Potter. That's what, but he's so like into his thing. I'm like. Oh. I have to wait at a moment where he just wants to chill and watch something. I, I tried to get her into Harry Potter. We saw the first movie, and I haven't been able to get them to watch the second movie. Yeah, yeah. I myself have only seen maybe to the third or fourth movie because I saw the first two in high school in the movie theaters. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you know, I was still like super into it. But then eventually, I don't know why I fell off. But um, now that I'm a I'm, total Potterhead, now that I'm trying to get my my daughter into it. <laughs> I'm trying to get my daughter into Read it the so books. I can get into it with Read her. Read the books with I wanna, her. I want to get into it when with her. When she gets her, a little older. So I'm not like, yes. super spoiled or whatever. You know? When she's like 10, I would say, maybe. Mm-hmm. Start reading, read the books. I'm like dying for my son to be at age of age to like read the books. I feel like the best time for them to read the book is like when they're Harry's age. So you kind of like. Okay. Oh, so around. it goes with him kind of. Yeah, because mentally. at the time where the books were coming out, where you got them every year, mm-hmm. every couple of years, like gotcha. the kids that were reading them at that time were literally growing up with Harry Potter. I didn't grow up with Harry Potter. I read it when like already a few of the books were out and then I got into it and I had to wait for like six and seven to come out. Gotcha. And then the movies are good, but the books. In, in high school, <laughs> I used to work at this toy store called FAO Shores. Yes. Right? That's what, in uh, Dolphin Mall. Yes. No, sorry, Sunset Place, right? Sunset Place. And then that's where I found out about Harry Potter because it's obviously all the toys. Toys, and all the, merchandise. Well, merchandise, bonanza. And yeah, of like, course. What is this? It was watch the biggest thing. Too. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, and to be at a store like that, it was like they go all out for that type of shit. So it was like really like, okay, I got to put up the displays. And like, <laughs> this Harry Potter thing must be cool. And then, you know. Yeah, like, I love, cool. I love like not getting it because I don't know about it, but just like being a cheerleader for everybody <laughs> who fucking loves Harry Potter. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's I really cute. Love it. I even like like the little the clothes and stuff that they make, but I always feel like a dipshit because I don't know. I seen just like you. I seen the first three as an adult because I felt so guilty. <laughs> oh my god! The fourth to... one is when it starts getting dark. That's when you get the first death, like the first kid dies, and then like Whoa. after that shit Whoa. gets real. Kid right, dies at the end of about. the fourth one. Oh my god! Uh, you know um, Voldemort's back, bro. Whoa! Yeah, I thought you couldn't say that. <laughs> that's, what, from what, that's what I know. So, what do you like to do with your kids? What are some of the like? Okay, so more as a pot smoking dad, <laughs> as a pot smoking dad, what are some of your favorite Whoa. things? To- <laughs> After hobbies, um, yeah. So one th- one thing recently I've really gotten into with them was uh, these little plastic model kits, right, from Japan, right? Yes. That Bandai specifically, this company makes a whole bunch of like not just cool robot little plastic toys, but they also make like you know Pokemon figures and like my cute, husband has bought these toys, for my son, right? Yeah. So so Pikachu, just, Eevee. Yeah. So I bought. I just bought like a few. It was seven dollars, fifteen dollars, yeah. super cheap, right? But the the awesome part is that they'll actually sit down and like start putting it together, and it takes them like kind of like the afternoon to put it together, and at the end they built their toy, and then they get to play with it. Exactly. So it kind of 
kind of gives them more of like a more of like oh wow I built this let me not destroy it right away. <laughs> oh my you god! Because because you know kids are kids and they, they are they fragile. Wanna, Do you glue wanna, them together? No, no. They, they yeah. That's so the good they, thing about the Bandai ones that like they, they click. They click together. They snap together. All you gotta do is get like an alicate, which yeah. is a nail clipper. Right? No clipper. How do you see it? Is it? Oh, uh, uh, you mean a... Uh, like uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a nail file. No, it's no, like a, a clipper. For the cuticles, I think. Yeah, it's a like sharp, the, the, pointy the scissor one. Oh, okay. Like it's the like, scissor like one, the one that like they little, cut your cuticles with. It's like a little with? clipper. Gotcha. That you when you get a manicure? Yeah, when you get a manicure. So like my wife had a manicure. She does her nails all the time. She cuts so them with like, that. Hey, that looks like the perfect tool. <laughs> because I've seen the ones that they sell for that and then the actual plastic. You need an actual little sharp knife and a clipper, but... The actual alicate, which is the little yeah, network. Works, clipper, does it all. Does it all in one shot. So like, so you know, efficient. Exactly. So bro, I was there, instead of me building my own, which is kind of what I want to do, I just helped the kids build theirs while my wife built hers. Yeah. And I didn't even know if she was going to like like it or whatever, but she was super into it. <laughs> like, you know, she got it. Your all, wife? Yeah. She, you know, because she likes crafting. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, Crafting's and all fun. That stuff. Yeah. So that was a way for all of us to sit at a table. Nobody was on their phone. Nobody was like, you know, like, you know, oh, I want to do something else. Everybody was super into like building their own toy. And at the end, they got a little toy to put on their shelf and all that stuff. Yeah. That was so satisfying to do as a, like a family event. That was where I spent what, like $20 max, like on the little supplies or whatever. And if they want to get more intricate, you can always paint them or whatever. Yeah. But that's like the next. That's level. cool. I want to check one of those out. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, my husband loves doing that with my son. They'll sit down and they'll each build a model together. Mm-hmm. But next time, why don't you, you know, you should definitely. Yeah, he didn't that. buy me a yeah, model. Well, well, uh, you but- should buy everybody, including yourself, a model. <laughs> Look, next time, get one for you and your son. And he then- should get me some kind of Harry Potter one. Well, I'm sure something. Yeah, I'm sure they have yeah, something they have Harry Potter. One. Yeah, they have, they have, <laughs> yeah, but definitely. I like doing board games. I re- oh, board games are cool. You've seen my shelf. I can't get the kids to not fight when they play competitive games, so that's why I have to do something. Oh, like do co-op stuff. games. There's co-op board games where you work together to Ooh, beat the game. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Because they need that. In their yeah, lives. they team it to make, it, make them a team. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how it gets? What? I mean, you know, like, our siblings are always going to have their fights and stuff, but for the most part. Your girls don't fight yet? Oh, my God, they fight all the time. Okay. That's why I'm saying. I know that it's that's like it happens. They fight. They well, set, they set each other up do. to fail. But like, they're... And then they're like, you see she failed. I'm like, oh, man, come on. I saw what you did there, man. It's terrible. Like, don't... I still do that, you know? Yeah. That's terrible. So do you have any... Uh, do the girls have any hobbies or anything that they do other than model building? <laughs> <laughs> Activities, you said? Well, yeah. more... more um, I guess more, as recent as this week, because I guess... After this whole pandemic thing, we don't know, you know, is it the right time to start taking them out? Yeah, I'm still really wary of that. So the local uh, park, I guess, over there um, in Doral has like a park, uh, park services and stuff like that, where they offer karate and like ballet and like all this stuff or whatever. Yeah, you got to pay, you know, pay them. (laughs) But um, so my daughter, uh, I'm sorry, I panicked. Uh. So my oldest daughter um, is very sensitive, right? She's a super sensitive soul. She's very empathetic. You know, if she sees someone on the street that doesn't have food, she's like, Dad, we got to go get them food. We got to help yeah. them out in some way. You know Aww. what I mean? She, and my younger daughter, she's more like, hey, move out of the way, beanstalk. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, literally. I, I, 
I that sounds that like your girls. Out. Yeah, I know. It's. I think it might be kind of. I, yeah, I know what you're talking so, about. So she even has that kind of like raspy voice, which I find hilarious. <laughs> she sounds like an old little Jewish lady that was like was reborn into my, uh, uh, you know, a little old soul like reborn into like my daughter or something like that. So she's really tough, right? So we ended up putting her in ballet. To kind to of soften her, her up, soften up a little, her up little bit. Little oh, bit. how yeah. funny. And we put, you know, the older one. And in karate. Karate <laughs> to kind of give her some confidence, man. Because she's too, you know. You know. I Do they you. like it? So far. So far so they so each far, like what? So far, yes. So the little one starts next Tuesday. And then my older one started today with the full like outfit on and gee or whatever yeah, they gee, exactly. yeah. that's so cute i'm wanting to get what type of karate is it karate or jujitsu or is i should know but <laughs> i don't i know it's uh my wife took the initiative and then today i was just like all right i'm going with you guys you know what i mean yeah i wanted to I, I wanted to go like i really wanted to see her class and how the instructor was and all that stuff so you know Oh, that's I'm, I'm awesome. proud of them, man. They they look like they're they look like they're you know ready for the next yeah, kind of I phase find in their little lives. An activity yeah. for Julian. You gotta get them time. to do a little it's bit time. of everything until they find something they really like. And when you see that, you just kind of he did soccer for a bit, and then he was like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't really like it. He was he's not that competitive like sports. You know, he tried it, but then just wasn't into it. No, like yeah, that's why you gotta try different things. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I was a fat little kid, they put me in jazz class. <laughs> and jazz look, I, I, ain't, I ain't doing no jazz dancing. When did but, you start uh, theater? Huh? You said, didn't you do theater as a kid? I did. I did. I did. I started community theater. Maybe they thought that's why you like jazz. <laughs> I honestly think it was because they thought, oh, maybe we can get her to dance the fat off. <laughs> oh, my and God. And that's why they put me in that's jazz class. <laughs> But uh, oh, but it, it was pretty funny. It was pretty interesting. I I remember jazz <laughs> class a lot. Actually, it was really fun. I, see, I mean, I remember be... going to like recreation thing, like something similar like that. What yeah. you said at the park, mm-hmm. where like like a club at the park. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you have different things you could do. I did. I classes. ended up doing community theater at a church at that church across from Miami Lakes Middle School. Oh. I yeah. did. I ended up taking a theater there when I was thirteen. So I started theater when I was thirteen, but yeah. yeah. But what did you? Oh did yeah. You, did you play a a sport or something? Did they put Dude, you on a sport? I didn't get to do anything. My I, if I was <laughs> in anything, it was for a very short amount of time, and then I would be pulled out of it. I wouldn't be in anything very much long because we moved all the time. Yeah, you moved all the time, and then my mom was also. A single mom of three kids, so I had to be the babysitter. I was, like, the one that watched my brothers after school while my mom's still working, you know? So, yeah, yeah I didn't have any. You didn't have any extracurriculars? Cur- no, no. The only thing was that when I finally stayed with my dad and I was in high school, I joined the mock trial team in high school, oh. and I was in the legal club, and we did competitive mock trial stuff. That's wow, fun. legal club. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> so how open are you with your family about your cannabis use does everybody know oh man i mean all the cousins that were born here in the united states like they're all potheads right cool with it everyone's (laughs) like it's not even a big thing you know what i mean a lot of my cousins smoke all the older generations seem to have some kind of stigma against it and not even for like I don't know. Like my my mom, she says she doesn't like the way it smells. You know, what I mean, she's like, oh, the smell of it, like, ah, oh, you know, turns me off. It makes me uncomfortable. You know, and I'm like, I mean, have you ever smelled the good kind? 
I mean, you know, but, this is the you know, thing though she too. Doesn't even, you know, it's if hard they don't for use it, they don't use it. So they're they not gonna appreciate. They don't it. understand the value of it because they don't understand. Like they only know from what they've heard. Pretty much, their right. parents drilled into their heads, and then their parents were. I'm sorry, but you know, most likely it was a more of a racist connotation from Definitely. what I understand. Yeah, from for everything sure. from my from I heard when I was little, it sounded like it was coming from a racist point of view, and yeah. I didn't grow up as, as that didn't bother that. From what they were telling me, that didn't bother me. I'm like, oh, just because a certain people are, you know, <clears throat> said to use it more, that doesn't mean anything. That, that doesn't, doesn't mean bother anything. me. That doesn't bother Why me. Why would that bother me? That doesn't <laughs> bother me. That, that just that probably means that you've doesn't you've never tried. It. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I had more of a like logistical kind of like approach, and since I kind of tried it at an early age, I kind of understood like you know it's not the thing that sorry it's not the thing. It's not the thing that everyone kind of makes it out to be. It's kind of even more demonized, I think. I don't know. It just seems like people don't want you to be less stressed. You know what I mean? Like the people who... They rather you be they stressed. They rather you be as stressed as they, they are. They are. Well, yeah. because you know I mean? they like, don't... Yeah, they... About stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like... It's the judge. They rather you drink. I, but I don't understand that. It's you know? so I don't bad. care. Uh, you know? I don't care. And I understand that it's some, some be- jobs, like... You can't, like, so, for example, if you're a truck driver or something like that, yeah. you can't really do that because, like, let's say you smoke on the weekends, right? And then, you know, you go to work and then something happens, you know, you're still going to test positive if you smoke yeah. on the weekend. You know what I mean? Like, from a while, that's probably how the, that's probably how the runner, you know, got um, Yeah, because it takes because a long takes to get out of your system, right? To get out of your system, correct. Yeah, you so, know. Some, have, have any of you ever pissed hot in a drug test? I have for, for a job. No, I always use. I the even cleanser. took one of those detoxes. Yeah, I did, and I I've never gotten. So. I don't think I've ever. No, and it's still and it's still freaking popped hot. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I don't used, think I've, I've used that piss thing probably a few times, and yeah, it's so been fine for me. It's, no, it was one of the ones you drink. One of the ones you drink. One of the ones you drink, and then you get the window of time. See, you have that's to the drink problem. Water. Is it? It was one of the ones you drink, and I'm not good at chugging shit that tastes like shit. And it took me like <laughs> ten minutes to drink the whole thing. Oh man! Yeah, I was like, I yeah, but you don't. You have like, to like, like really drink it. Was, yeah, but it would still. It still should have. It didn't work. Did you get your me. money back? Because they offer their, your money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I wasn't meant to have that job. Yeah, so, fuck that job. So, do your in laws know you smoke? I mean, I'm pretty sure they everybody did, right? in my family knows I smoke. Yeah. Except for my abuela. Yeah. She doesn't need to know. Yeah, she don't. But need like. Know. My tia just recently told her, and she said she was cool. Like, she didn't care. So. Because yeah, my tia lives with her now. Que va a coger lucha? Like, why is she going to fucking, I, you know what? I just, sometimes <laughs> I just, like, why do people get, and now why do people studies, let shit bother them? Like, it's so, it, why are you putting forth your energy and letting you, some you know stupid trivial be, shit bother you? You know bro? what it might be, too? Maybe it's like, oh, why don't they invite me? no my my idea told her that hey you know they say that it might help with alzheimer's because there's now studies saying that it it could help with dementia and alzheimer's and she's like okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i mean sometimes you know i think cbd is what it actually helps with alzheimer's yeah yeah i'm gonna have to find the article on it but yeah what about your in-laws do your in-laws know my father-in-law the other day walked into my house and his eyebrows went because of the smell <laughs> because we got we got a new strain and i guess it was more put more i guess potent pu- right and then it, when when you live with it so it's like sometimes like even you don't I, notice I, I put it in the jar fast so like you know so it doesn't like 
linger, but still, like, I guess it was that day that I had gotten it earlier. He and, still smelled it. It was still in yeah, the air bro, lingering. Still was in the air. And then he, like, sweet, just those eyebrows smell. shot straight up. And we were like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. But he <laughs> didn't say anything? Did he say? I didn't say anything. He's cool. I mean, he smoked two back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that's my... That's a responsible parent. That's, that's that in-law. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Like the, my mother-in-law came over the same day. Had the same reaction. <laughs> So, you know, they know it's just it, they seem like uncomfortable about it. You know? Right. Yeah. They don't want to they don't want to make any direct determinations. You know what I mean? You know? No, I mean, what they, can they, they say? No, they, they clearly know. It's just I think they're just more worried about like how we're managing the kids situation. I'm like, dude, like they they it helps managing the kids situation. No, I know. I know. I know. But <laughs> yeah. What, but like, when what, you tell what, them, what they think of right. Like, they think yeah. that you're yeah, small, how you're stoned out of your look, ass. No, here's the thing. No, it's not that. Is that when I was young, when I was little, yeah. my father, my my grandfather, uh, my aunts, some of my aunts, they would go outside to smoke cigarettes. So to me, that's like, OK, that's an adult thing that yeah. they do uh-huh. because it smells gross and I'm over here. Hey, yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? So in my head, I'm like, hey, I go outside. I tell them I'm going outside to meditate. You know what I mean? And yeah. I do. They see me sitting out there. You know what I mean? The My piece, I hide it like kind of yeah. in front of me. You know, they they see me out there. Oh, they fuck off. You know what I mean? Like they go into the room. They play. They're not yeah. interested because they see that out, sitting outside there meditating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, I'm in my backyard over there, far away. And then. When I come back inside, you know, I'm just whatever bothered me before doesn't bother me anymore. So, like, exactly. you know, it's it's just better for everybody. You know, like, yes, like it's better for them. you know. I it's have, better for me. I, I'm sure a lot of people have anger management. I'm sure a lot of people have not died thanks to marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I would much rather go outside and take a breather than drink a beer to feel better about something that got me angry. Cause that's not going to make me feel better. It's yeah. Just gonna, it's going to get me more angry. Cause it's going to make me be even like, you know, lower my inhibitions even more about the anger part, not about feeling better, about <laughs> it, you know? And then 100%. You know, and, and I feel very lucky that my, my wife also uh, partakes with me enough to that. Like, you know, most situations are get resolved. You know what I mean? Within, you know, a night. We don't usually let things boil over to the next night. You know, yeah. usually at nighttime if the kids are asleep and we're angry. <clears throat> Go smoke a bowl together. Or if we're angry at each other. That's the best thing. You know, that we pass the, the peace pipe, literally. You know what I mean? Anything, any squabble you guys had during the day is just squashed and then it's great. You know, everyone sleeps great. Rest for the night. Boom. Wake up in the morning. Like, you know, I've tried, you know, I've tried, you know, taking tolerance breaks and stuff like that. And when I do, I think, you know, my dreams come back and all of a sudden, <laughs> yes, it's so true. and all of a sudden, instead yeah. of relaxing and sleeping, I'm like, you know, yeah, you're like mowing your neighbor's lawn at 2 a.m. in the morning. Exactly. You're like, what the fuck am I or, doing here? Or all of a sudden I'm having like a flashback until like I'm in a video game that I played earlier. I'm like, oh, I remember this part. No, no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any, anything, you know, like just. It's not relaxing and waking up. I know when you're when you when I was pregnant. I, that's when I, that's a to, that's the last tolerance break I had. <laughs> when I was pregnant, it was just like kind of a combination of like, yeah, you stop smoking, you get your REM back. Yes, so I used to sleeping. having crazy dreams. Yeah, man. And then you get so high, it heightens because yeah. you're not smoking weed and you're pregnant, so it's like double whammy on the dreaming. Wow. Yes, it's crazy. Maybe, maybe that's why people who don't smoke are so uptight because they have such crazy dreams that they think people are doing crazy shit. They're to never them. getting. Proper like rest. Paranoid from the and when you dreams. have a lot of stress it's already like in your like life, you, you dream about that yeah, exactly. shit. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, bro. When I was a waiter, I would have the <laughs> nightmare of like be, uh, being in the weeds. 
Have you not? You know, you've ever waited tables. Uh, I wash dishes. I okay. never had to wait. So tables when you're like waiting in the ta- when you're in the weeds, and uh, that means like they've sat you. You have a bunch of tables, and you you don't have. You know, you have a system of doing things and taking care of things and tie your timing, right? Yeah. So when you're in the weeds, you your timing is fucked. And, like, you have a thousand things you have to do. People are getting mad. The kitchen's backed up. Like, and those are the dreams I used to have when I used to serve tables. I would oh, see? That's, who yeah. needs that? So much work piled up that I, you would walk out in the dream and be like, oh, Fuck my that God. Shit. I, I, I can't I'll be get here high anymore. before bed. And and I gotta leave this job. Yeah, <laughs> get high before bed and don't dream. <laughs> yeah, get high, get high before bed and don't dream. No dreams. Stop dreaming. Stop dreaming. <laughs> no dreams. Only real life dreams. Go for your real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make only your dreams reality. Okay? Make your yeah. dreams real. Yeah. You leave those head dreams in. There. So yeah. tell us about the science of burn and, er- and herb. Burn and herb. Yeah. Burn and herb. Okay, so th- this is a book I've been working on. I've been s- slowly putting together over the last, I want to say, like 10 years, honestly. And I know that sounds like a long time, but it really isn't. Like when you're like working on one right. thing. You know, like so, uh, you know, because obviously ideas come, ideas go. And, you know, I mean, and then really it, like it depends what the idea is. Together, Sometimes, you know? yeah, it takes you longer to, to, to figure something out. Yeah, because like an older version of me will have a more complex thought out version of what younger me an idea that i kind of put there you know what i mean so like and then also like putting together an art style you know as a graphic designer i see i can make so many different like kind of art styles that imagine it's hard to pick it's easier to pick for a client but it's almost impossible to pick for yourself yeah you know what i mean so like even then holding down and which art style do i want to make do i want to make it like an anime do I want to make it like a manga where there's no color? Do I, I know. Like, so like, you know, but all of those ideas have slowly been weeded out and now it's been coming together. Okay. okay. Right? Like over, the style. You know, all the style, everything's coming together now. And then uh, I'm hopefully putting it out by Supercon, right? So I'm giving myself like this deadline to yes. try and like get it all wrapped up and put it out. And then Supercon. eventually I want to, you know, I'm going to put out, uh, I want to print out a few copies on hemp paper. You know what I mean? Like put a paper that you can actually print out and roll yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like all these like cool, cool little like ideas. I want to yeah. put it out at like uh, when you go to like a, a um, a dispensary or something like that. There could be a little comic rack with a few issues. You know what I mean? Like, oh, or that's something cool. Like yeah, that. for you sure. You know, so it's, you get outside of the comic book stores, you can go into like the hemp kind of, or like you know the cannabis, the cannabis field, and all that stuff. And then people who smoke enjoy something to do while they smoke. So it's kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. You know, um, it's a good niche. It's a good little niche. And then you know, I'm working in all of the little <laughs> like you know all the little culture, you know, all the little pot culture and cannabis culture, and like you know the benefits and all this stuff and like even how to grow stuff like it's all woven into kind of like the story so like nice. reading the story one would be like oh okay maybe oh that's a good idea plants need 12 hours of light but but that was part of the story but then you kind of learn that plants need 12 hours of light yeah. you know oh, what I mean? so cool. like you're kind of like educating through like this kind of i call it a stoner punk fantasy situation because they have like incredible like stuff like so for example they have an airship that's called the indica one Right. <laughs> so and then the, the actual blimp part of it is like the lungs of a dragon, because if you think about it, the lungs of a dragon breathe fire so that they hold they withstand the heat. Uh-huh. You know? So if you fill the dragon's lungs sack with with hot air, it would lift the boat into the sky. Oh. It would look like a crazy like like, uh, Jeez, that's like crazy. A, a crazy gnarly lantern. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a grow, glowing meat sack in the sky. Yeah. Oh, oh, glowing meat sack. Meat sack, yeah. Sack. But attached to a ship. So, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, like, these really, like, creative, like, 
uses for like recycling monsters and stuff like that so like yeah. if they kill a dragon they'll use the saliva oh. you know they'll use the saliva of the dragon into like this thing that shoots it out and when the saliva shoots out it turns into a flamethrower right. you know what i mean so like it's wow. all it's it's all like kind of thought out and then so like he'll, he'll make a lighter that uses like dragon saliva and he's like a little lighter but it's like medieval times so these are inventions that they're coming up because they smoke weed you know what i mean like you know they're like yeah i got an idea what if we could well you were high making this yeah Yeah. so so it's very creative the characters themselves one is one is a blacksmith that makes weapons and stuff like that you know and then he can actually like if he gets high he's like you know what i can actually build that sword with a fucking thing you know yeah so like so you know imagine someone uh, like People that can actually make things, getting high and then inventing inventions. MacGyver smokers. Yeah, MacGyver smokers. <laughs> but they, oh my god, they, shut up! That's a new. That'll be a new TV reality <laughs> show on Netflix. <laughs> so they go, they go around, kind of like hunting monsters, and then as a, like, let's say a monster attacks a kingdom or something, they'll kill the monster, and then they get to keep all the monster parts and make shit out of it. And then oh my god, they get paid, and they'll be like, yeah, we're like fine. a car, kind of like Ghostbusters, but like pothead medieval. Like pothead witch hunter was it w- the Witcher? Yeah, kind of the like Witcher that. Kinda <laughs> going like that. around killing monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then in an airship. You know what I mean? That, that's pretty dope. And then you know, there's lots of stuff. Like so, for example, one, one cool twist we got is a uh, like. Uh, well, actually, I'm not gonna. Yeah, it. don't yeah, tell us everything. Gonna. Wait, but when's Florida Supercon this year? Um, except for September 10th. Because it's usually in July, right? But yeah, it's September 10th through the 12th. Okay, so that's so your goal. A little bit, that's my like little window just to get the first issue, 24 pages. You know, Are like, you going to cosplay? Oh, we should, we should. I should get my girls to play as the two little... You little, should cosplay your characters. Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I could actually get my girls to play the two sisters. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah, so I mean, that's kind of what I got planned for the comic book thing. And then, you know, who knows what could come out of that, you know what I mean? So I'm um, hopefully, you know, we get enough interest to to do a issue two and issue three. And then, you know, I want to do a self-contained story. I don't want to do it like Spider-Man. It goes on forever and ever and ever. Yeah. I want to like have it be like a one book graphic novel or something that people can be like, you know, have that experience. And then that's done because yeah. I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to keep going plan on, plan on doing something. I just want to put hey, something Hey, you never out. know. I know. I know. But I just if wanna... it takes off, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, never n- know. you never know. But that's just something that I think will be really, really cool to like go along with a little, you know, a little bowl, smoke bowl, read, you know. Have yeah. A... I want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to read it too. I'll, I'll definitely pass you guys a co- first copy. For, for sure. sure. So, other than like logos and stuff, what are the different services Optic Blast does? <laughs> like, Let me take a drink of water for this one. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, well, we do uh, uh, vehicle wraps, uh, animations, uh, video editing, uh, t shirts. You can animate stickers. us. We can animate you. Yeah. Ooh. You do Ooh. little gifs. You can do gifs. Uh, <laughs> produce gifs. Uh, rotate your logo or animate your logo. We actually, I could actually look if you want. We could do the the, the arms. Yeah, like have the smoke. The smoke. We <laughs> have the smoke drifting off, or you know, things like that. You know, okay. um, music videos. If you guys, you know, a- a- anything like that. Uh, you guys do a lot of stuff. Business cards, stickers, pretty much anything that can be designed and brought into reality. Like you know, I, I, we you make it happen. Make, yeah, for sure. And I love like make you know, make it happen. I work with a lot of small like companies like mom and pops, uh, you know, and it's and it's super satisfying to help someone that has no idea how to even like form like oh what what would the logo even be on the art? Well, what are your favorite colors? What do you like? What do you not like? What you know? 
what yeah, are, like what the journey pets? of finding your logo. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 a process. Creating you really, it. You, you really get to know your clients and stuff like that and then have like an intimate relationship because they're like, they're literally like, okay, this is everything I'm putting my energy, my heart, my blood, sweat and tears into, you know, please, you know, help me get this out of my head. So and that's my favorite part. Whenever someone sees it, they're like, wow, I didn't even know it could even like look like that. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Super awesome. And that's super satisfying to me because that helps them get from zero to one, which is like usually like the hardest. Yeah. Uh, the hardest step is zero to one. Cause like you said, you know, sometimes it takes off or whatever, but zero to one is just like the absolute. I feel like the logo too is kind of like the big thing. It, it kind it kind of is a, is a good, it's a big thing. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be the thing that sets the tone for branding. what yeah. your brand is. Yeah. And ultimately just like, you know, a book might take you 10 years to make. You might start one place with a logo and, you know, develop something over the time. Or it changes, yeah. What Logos you start change. off with, you think, you know, this first idea that you have is never, you know, never is usually like it, it progresses into something, you know, it evolves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, look at Coca-Cola and all these different big companies. They mm-hmm. change their logos over the years. Even yeah. my even my own logo. I refresh it every f- like four or five years. I have mm-hmm. to change it because I'm like, I'm looking at this icon and it no longer, it's not that it no longer represents like the company. It's just that it represented that period in time. Right. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that, that little chapter, you know what yeah. I mean? And then once you get, and, and it's very nice to be able to see a logo ch- kind of like change and evolve over time. Yeah. yeah. You know? Even Mickey, like Mickey changes. Mm-hmm. There's still like you know that core. There's like, yeah. I like the I like the animation on Mickey that sh- the animation recently that they he has I love him yeah comic thing uh-huh. it's really oh, nice yeah, the, the, yeah. it's really it's funny of like, the it, current cartoons are crazy. it's super funny it, it, he looks kind of classic but it's updated like it's I, I think it's a cool it's like a cool cartoon yeah cool it, Mickey version it gives me the vibes of like kind of like the early Nickelodeon stuff where it's very like in, like in your face like I don't know if you noticed like. Sometimes they do a close up on like Goofy's face, and yeah. it's like super like gross. I'm like, yo, this is yeah. like this is straight up Nickelodeon. Like Ren and Stimpy, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Nickelodeon in the '90s. You know what I mean? They, exactly, like Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, like all that crazy stuff. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. So uh, animation is a, a big reason why I got into doing graphics and all that stuff. Like I've I've always you know. The plan is when you're little, like, oh man, you know, you see the Ninja Turtles, you see GI Joe, you see all these great stuff. You're like, man, like. I want to make that stuff. Like, I want to make my own version of that, you know, but I'm just, I, I feel like if you don't actively try to do what you want to do, it's very easy to lose sight. For sure. Career wise. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. So like, even through all through high school, I, I always knew that this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Family's like, are you sure that's what you want to do? You sure you don't want to be a lawyer or a doctor? <laughs> yeah, or, of course. You know what I mean? Something, you know, you can make, make lots you lots of money. Of money. Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, being an artist, you know, you will eventually, you know, do your thing and then that will bring you your money. But you do, you know, it's, you, it's help, different a, you help a lot of people. When you're creative. Yeah, yeah. So you don't really do it for the money. And that's the thing, too. It's you got to like, enjoy what you're doing. Right. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy. Correct. So, so part of one of the things that I enjoy is helping lots of company, like lots of companies, you know, get started and get their identities and, you know, get, get their vision get, get their, together, their, their feet off the ground. You know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes, uh, 
I'm not such a good businessman in the sense because I'm more of like, you know, trying to like creative guy. Yeah, more yeah. of a creative guy. You know what I mean? And so you're it's, forced it's, it's, to do a thousand things. Exactly. So that's why like in the sense it is possible to make lots and lots of money. It's just to do that, that involves it's like, all consuming time. Yeah, you, you need to like get you're a also, contract. Or you're with also a, a stay-at-home dad, too, well, right? Yeah. You stayed yeah, home with the girls. That's a lot of. You value were at home with that, your yeah. two daughters. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a lot to do your business and have two girls in the house with you. The last five years, the business has you know clearly has to take a back seat. You know what I mean? Right. To, to the trust to the kids. There's no. Sure. There's no way. You know, and my, and my wife is the primary breadwinner, which is I totally support her. I love that. She's like killing it in her job. She is like a boss. You know what I mean? So I'm very proud of that. You know, and then that allows me to to to, to do my job and, to, you know, take care of my clients, and my customers during the day. You know, uh, there's been times where I've had to get jobs, uh, you know, doing dishwashing at night. You know, right before COVID happened, I was working. Di- I was doing dishwashing at night to to augment because we had like, you know, my, my company yeah. was not doing so well during that time. So I was like, you know what? I got to do what I got to do. Wife needs a birthday present. You know what I mean? Like, can't not get the well, birthday present. Well, that's like so, that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, do what you do. Do You're you a hustler. Do. That's yeah. how it works. So, so then, bro, and that was right before COVID. Yeah. So then COVID, st- like, happens. And then all of a sudden, the movie theater, of all places, like, nah, you know, we're shutting down. We don't know when we're going to get, you know, you're la- laid off. And I was like, you know, whatever. Everything happens for a reason. It's fine. Had, had that not happened, I would not have been home to catch all the work that I did because there was work coming in. Yeah. You know, people were start like, and, you know, and it sucks to say, but like during, while people were home at COVID, people were like, well, maybe I can start my own company. Or maybe yep. I can do what I always wanted to do. I'm here right now. There's time right now. Yep. Let me look, let me watch some YouTube videos. Let me like get into, figure out what I want to do now. And that in turn, people were like asking me for help. And like, hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. Hey. So, and I was actually home because I got laid off from the whole COVID thing to catch all that work. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then so kind of like everything kind of like everything kind of works reason. out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, feel I like that happened with a lot for a lot of people. For a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and look at all the th- people are realizing things. their corporate jobs. I think that's, listen, I think that that should have happened before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that employers need to start. I mean, this, I'm sorry. I can go on and on about this topic, but I honestly feel like. Our generation is done with the fuck shit. And a lot of us, yeah, we're, they're quitting their jobs to kind of pursue their passions and stuff because we're starting to figure out that we can do it, you know? And, and it's, it is a lot of work and, but everything is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's either benefiting you or it's benefiting directly or it's benefiting someone else. You You could work full time for yourself or full time for someone else. It's all about really discipline, man. Because you know, if you don't, you have to make time for what you want to do, even if it's like 20, 30 minutes a day. All that shit adds up. You know what I mean? It all adds up. Oh, I mean, listen, you're preaching to the choir. I am you, the female version of you. And yeah, and like, <laughs> she's home with two I'm girls. I'm home with two girls. I'm trying, trying to do her to creative do stuff. My creative <laughs> stuff. And it's man, it is like so hard because your you, your personal goals definitely do take a back seat because you you if suddenly you don't have time blocks that you can dedicate to things mm-hmm. because it's really just dependent on the kids. And if they're, you know, I feel like lately they've been like needy, and hers are super needy <laughs> and I just can't catch a break. You know, like you, I, I get so frustrated when I had like wake up and say, okay, today I just need to write one email to this company that I'm trying to, trying to get a sponsorship deal or whatever, you know, one email. 
Every fucking time you sit down to write that one <laughs> stupid email that should take you maybe 15, 20 minutes tops, some shit goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids or my ADD or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it is really difficult. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm glad you got all the jobs you did during the pandemic. And it, things do work out. I feel like people are getting... They're finally realizing, man, and employers need to fucking start doing more for their employees. I was I was able to get that work like that, like the beginning of the pandemic or whatever, because I was already set up to be working from home because I had since the last five years taking care of the kids at home from home. So while people were transitioning, oh, shit, I got to make a home office. I got to do all this. stuff. I was already like set up for that. Ready to go. You know, I was already ready to go because that was that home work dad, like home dad, like life. You know what I mean? Like my computer's here. The bed is fold with half folded clothes over here, other folded clothes <laughs> over there. And I gotta, I gotta write this email. I gotta fold this. You know what I mean? If they're in school, when they were in school, oh like, my I was lucky, gosh. but when they were home, it was a disaster. Yeah. And then when we started slowly going back to school, they would get sick, not with COVID, yeah. with a normal cold. Yeah. But then you had to prove that it wasn't COVID, like yep. to go back because they they're in yeah. private school. So like they, they, it was a small amount of number of kids to begin with. So like like that's why I guess they opened up. They were able to open up like a little bit earlier than the public schools. Yeah. Um, when they started going like back in person or whatever. But dude, like they would come home with colds and like normal, and then they'd get us sick, and then everybody yeah. would get sick, and then we'd all have to go to Tropical Park to go get tested. You know. And then, oh my gosh. And, and then and, and then you guys did get COVID one time. Yeah, I got told COVID twice. I got twice. Two times I had that shit in the April of last year. I got it. I was in quarantine like six days before. I remember you getting it not long after yeah. the pandemic before started. Before my daughter got it, I was in there six days. And then my daughter started getting a fever and started getting sick. So she, we had her in the room and my wife and my other daughter were in the outside, on the outside of that room. Yeah. So I had to spend Separate. pretty much 23 days in there because my, my 14 days reset when she came in. Oh, oh my yeah. God! So, yeah. I, so you know, and then right and then again, this year, like about like I don't know, like two or three months ago or whatever, I had gotten it again, and then that was another quarantine, which is it's crazy because in a way it focuses because you're locked in a room, and at least I was in my I'm like locked in my office with my bed in the bathroom, so it was, yeah. like, it was functional for me. The first like four days were hell. I was like sweating on the floor trying to keep cold because the towel was cold and it was hot. Oh, so wow. it was like like rough. But after that, I was like, okay. I got to use this time. I got to get my shit together. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 you know, you really appreciate what you got going on when you realize I didn't die again. You know what yeah, I, mean? like, I didn't die again. Yes. I'm so, still here. You know, so after that, you know, you really like start, you know, bro, I mean, I always took, you always took it seriously. You know what I mean? It's just now that everything, everyone's vaccinated, well, most people are vaccinated and everything were, you know, everyone's kind of more comfortable. You know, we even went out to do this whole, you know, park thing with the kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that shows a level of comfort when we took this shit as seriously as anybody could because yeah. we were affected by it. We know what it's like to have half the house be sick and you can't affect the other house. So that means my wife has to not, do only, everything on not her own. only do her demanding full time job that I told you that she's a badass at. She has to take care of the other kid that can't go to school because you know we're locked in there and then yeah. she has to cook for me the daughter and, clean yeah. all that shit yeah. so like she takes wonder woman and i'm sure other she never got it she never got it Dang. her and my other daughter never, never got, got it, it. both how, times but that's how but that's how it goes to show you if like you actually like clean and, and you're and careful it, and you're careful and you do it right as exhausting as it, as it may be it's mitigatable you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. and, and they do it in hospitals all the time yeah you know what i mean so like 
it was just to see her pull that shit off like twice. I'm like this. I'm so happy that Super I married woman. this woman yeah. because she, <laughs> married she's a super badass. mom and she never got it once. And she's now she's fully vaccinated. Shit, we should have her on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, she's, she's an amazing woman. That's, that's she it. is. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thanks, wifey. Thank you, wife, for, for <laughs> taking care of me. Every time I almost die, she's always every time I almost die, she's, she's there. there. My appendix almost took me out one time. Really? On, on her oh, that's birthday. right. On her what are you? Uh, oh my <laughs> god! That's, that's, just, that's a story for another time. <laughs> All right. So, Optic Blast Studios. If you want to get a hold of Joey, you are at Optic Blast underscore. Uh, on Instagram, yes, right? I accidentally put it too close. And then at Joey Funk, also on Instagram. Yes. Right? And the website is opti- Optic Blast Studios. Cool. Yeah, yeah so com. hit them up for some work. Uh, yeah, I'm, man. We're, we're four, 420 friendly. 420 friendly yeah. company. Yeah. So we'll, we'll print whatever we leave you want to print. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Straight up bud nugs, whatever you want. Yeah, Bongs, you know, rigs. Z- Zazzle might not print it. A sizzle reel. But Joey Funk yeah. will. <laughs> A sizzle reel, perhaps. Yeah, yeah jo- Joey does sizzle reels too. We didn't know that. If, if you I need just, a sizzle reel, if you need a, you need sizzle, a sizzle reel, Joey, Joey is your man. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for our podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, we know there's a lot of podcasts out there, so we're glad that you chose us. Um, thank you so much if you're a sponsor, Yanni, Destiny, Lauren, Jesse, Christy, April, Terry, Shelby, and Denise. Yeah. Thank you. We have a new one. Liza. Oh. We have a new page. She just signed up this week, she right? She did sign up this week. Liza. So so thank you guys for Peaches. Peaches. I was like, what's his her name? Yeah, I peaches. just saw Peaches. Thank you so much, <laughs> uh, you guys. Uh, you guys are the real MVPs. Um, if you're listening to us, hey, man, catch us on Instagram Live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Wednesdays. So check us out. Thanks, Joey, for joining with us. It's been a pleasure. Also, don't forget to follow up with Captain J about the ending of Loki. Thoughts are. We'll follow up. We will follow up. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, guys.